Hello, we them boys. Hot Grits podcast number two, Travis Jadon and Spencer Maddox. Uh, Mid-coronavirus, we are still here. Uh, let this be our official announcement that we are, we've survived thus far through coronavirus. The quarantine um, episode, baby. Yeah. So not that we're doing rankings just yet, but we technically would rank above the likes of people like Tom Hanks, um, yep. who, who came early to coronavirus. We're still holding strong. Haven't gotten tested yet, so therefore we are clean and clear and quarantined. This is the first time we're going to record. That's a devastating blow for our lead to the podcast, Spencer. Yeah, I don't have it. Well, I guess the direction uh, that you should do right after coughing is just wash your hands and then you're all good. (laughs) Um, This is the first time we're doing this podcast without being in the same room we've tried to do a podcast number two had it all recorded it was recorded and then sports were canceled everything ended it was fucking just madness and we were like well now everything we have just talked about is irrelevant so this will serve as podcast number two hopefully us not being in the same room the audio will be fine um spencer how has your the beginnings to your uh coronavirus experience being quarantined, uh, what's your experience um, been like thus far? I've already lost my mind several times, but I've brought it back together. I'm doing okay. Currently recording this in a closet because uh, I haven't, I haven't really left my room much. You know, I live with a, a pregnant woman who were scared of giving the coronavirus to, and I was definitely exposed to a lot of people this past weekend. So uh, we're giving it a, a week or two and trying to play it safe literally just going by no one knows what they're doing you know what i mean but we're trying yeah you do sort of have a modern family vibe going on over there uh i mean sans a lot of the modern family storyline yeah Yeah. just like a different crew like you're like i'm living with a pregnant woman but it's actually you know i have nothing to do with the pregnancy at all it's my sister yeah yeah. right so right that's a thing um let's start with what me and you were talking about before we started recording this podcast, everyone on Twitter, which and Twitter has been just getting progressively worse. Uh, and we all saw it coming, but we just don't, none of us on Twitter have. It's going to get so bad, bro. And the content has just become mind numbing. So we'll, we'll, you know, we will, we'll play along, I guess yeah. we're going to do our top. We're going to do our uh, all time NBA lineup favorite players so to be clear not who we think are the best players not the best lineup our favorite players one through five with a six man and a head coach and we'll right. do it uh you, we'll do it at draft style right spencer one you, you know we'll pick uh point guard shooting guard forward forward center um and then we'll just alternate if that's good with you right and heads up our six man we first off i don't know his and he doesn't know mine but yeah, we've we have not discussed this. Our six man is gonna be the same player except not the same player. It's gonna be like the exact same game. I'd already know this ahead of time. It's gonna be the exact same game, but not the same player. So Travis, why don't you start us off? No way. You really you're that confident that now I hope I don't have the same six man as you. No, we don't have the same person. I I know that for and unless you just threw me such a, a curveball. No, because you like a lot of just weirdos and nerds and bad players. No. So I'll start. No. I'll go first. I'm going Pistol Pete Maravich as my point guard. Pistol right. Pete's a legend. Pistol Pete's a legend. Um, the wrist pads, bro. What, 
listen, what he did, if you ever get bored enough and you've already looked up Bobby Bonilla's contract, you've already looked up what <laughs> Mookie Wilson said about dinosaurs that one time. Are you and about to you bring really up the Red Orbeck video? No, I'm about to bring up Pete Maravich's freshman numbers at LSU oh, because fr- freshmen freshmen weren't allowed to play. You want to you want to talk about averaging over <laughs> a forty nug per game as a frosh as a frosh with shorts that like were borderline Dude. offensively short, like really short shorts, still dishing out dimes. Yeah, and getting like up his, and getting up his buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably didn't do bad with the ladies shooting uh, from did. Steph Curry range too. Here's a guy that died. Oh, yeah, Spencer, he died on a basketball court playing pickup basketball. Yeah. That's, that's how Pistol Pete died. So, yeah, you're on my squad as my point guard. Who you got? Point guard? I'm going Allen Iverson, the dirtiest crossover of all time. Uh, crossover the GOAT, but very memorably. Um, also, like, right at six foot. So, you know, I, I like that underdog story. And those braids, bro. Those braids were so hardcore and he was so middle finger to the world i love that guy i always will and i mean obviously an awesome player in his own right mvp yeah hall of fame player but also just a, gangster a, That's my guy. yeah just a mean dude you need that kind of spunk on your team for sure you want to go first on shooting guard or you want me to go i will reggie miller dude reggie Reg. miller you didn't see that coming did you i did not it's good pick though yeah, Reggie Miller, uh, what he did to the Knicks was just so embarrassing, and I can watch that highlight over and over and over again. Uh, basically sealed the fate of that franchise uh, for all time. They still haven't recovered. And that the picture of him, dude, holding the choking signal, if you're a fan oh of that God, franchise, awesome. you will never forget that, ever. And it, I still haven't forgot it, and I was probably six years old at the time. Uh, so that's my that's my two guard. Where you at? Well, let me just say about Reggie Miller, what he's Go done ahead. too post playing. He's yeah. managed to be like a a solid. People have opinions on him both ways as as an in game analyst, but he's managed to avoid being too good or too bad in that role to his overshadow his, to overshadow his. Career. Yeah, like, Reggie Miller is like Mark Jackson. Yeah. Uh, do people remember Mark Jackson as a point guard? Absolutely not. I don't think so. Like Jeff Van Gundy almost now is not remembered really as a coach. Yeah. He's really good at it. So he got too good at it. You know what I mean? So Reggie yeah. Miller's Even though I hate fine. Jeff Van Gundy. Well, Jeff Van Gundy probably hates you too, dude. He probably does. Time for the likes of you. All right. Uh, my, my, two, my two guard is Dominique Wilkins. I got to have some Georgia flair on my team, dude. I need Neek at the two. He was awesome at Georgia. Uh, what's crazy about his career – that's a stretch, at- bro, but I'll give it to you. Yeah, I, I love that. stretch. I well, I would, I would. It's, dude, there's no criteria. It's favorite yeah. players. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, Neek's one of my favorite players. And he got hosed at Georgia because he was so good and they were pretty good. But they went to the Final Four the year after, I'm pretty sure, after Neek left, uh, yeah. after he left Athens. And then he had a roundabout way to get to Atlanta. So he basically was a Georgia guy. And I got to interview him. Uh, as a Hawks broadcaster with Bob Rathbun uh, last year, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Nick as that my, was awesome. Nick as my yeah, Nick as my number two. So I got Pistol Pete one, Nick two. You got uh, he got uh, your one AI AI, and then Reg, Reg at the two. Yeah. All right, who's your three? My three, I'm going with Lance Stevenson, dude. Lance hmm. 
Stevenson, if nothing else, because I mean he's so ridiculous, dude. The the moves that he pulls off in game, like first off, they don't work most of the time. They don't work in an efficient level. Also, of course, uh, famously blew in LeBron's ear during a playoff game. Like the blow heard round. The <laughs> Some of the best memes we've ever had, and probably still mm-hmm. will ever have. You know, that's my three. I don't need to explain that one too much, though. Listen, the the way that that meme was just so versatile, you could use it in so many different Absolutely. ways. Absolutely, that it's a useful meme. Quite the content was obviously excellent. Good choice, Lance Stevenson at your three. You got Lance Stevenson alongside AI. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have a weird locker room. Oh, yeah. I like it. My number three is a no brainer. Probably the greatest player to ever live, Harry Barnes at the three. <laughs> From Nor- from the University of North Carolina, I've always loved Harry Barnes. Harrison Barnes is my guy. I have no real explanations for it, um, but I do believe he's massively underrated, possibly a top three player of all time. Can confirm that is your guy. Cannot confirm that's a top three player of all time. Yeah, Probably not even a top uh, three top- player on the Kings, but go right ahead. Yeah, not even on the current Kings. Yeah. Like it's like he's not even a top three player on the current yeah, Kings. But he was awesome. He was awesome for North Carolina, and he was the anti James Michael McAdoo, who I always hated because he was a nobody, and he got so much credit, and he never played well, and he sucked at basketball. Such a nerd name, so, dude. Jimmy Michael McAdoo. Such a dude? nerd. I don't like this guy. A freaking nerd, dude. McAdoo. All right, I'm going first on the number Red. four. Here's also a note. Here's a no-brainer for me. Uh, probably going to play Harry Barnes at the four, I'll be honest. I'm going to put Paul Pierce at the three, maybe at the four. I don't know. He's got flexibility. Paul Pierce, the truth, is the man. Favorite team, Celtics. Favorite player, Paul Pierce. So i got to have him on my all-time favorite team. Plus, legendary move, faking an injury in the finals to oust your boy Kobe and the Lakers that year. I think that was early in the series, but set the tone in the Staples Center. By uh, did he wheel out on a wheelchair? <laughs> Something like that, dude. He came back and dropped probably a thirty-nine on the Lakers' face, and the Celtics ended up winning that series. He also is famous for the legendary ball spot that he had the ability <laughs> to cover up. He could have adjusted somehow, Spencer. His entire career, he could have adjusted to the ball spot. Never did. <laughs> owned it. Listen, owned it for well, the beginning. early years. Finally, for Paul Pierce, the headband, but there was nothing. I mean. Yeah, that wasn't ever gonna work. Though. That was not sustainable. No. The headband because Especially the headband fat. stayed. You can't be, you can't be fat mm-hmm. guy with a headband. Damn, he had he had the fattest like neck and <laughs> just like chin and but dude, he was so good, man. It just could he could score from anywhere in the mid range, Spencer. I'm not. He was like, so good. People and, and non Pierce fans would get so pissed when they watched him play because they were like, "There's no way this guy can be good at basketball. There's just no way." And then he just dropped dimes. And then also one more thing, Spencer, he stayed in Boston and the the Garnett and Allen thing, the the original big three in today's NBA. Yeah. They came to him. Yeah, that's they true. They came to him. He was the one. And then they won in year one. LeBron didn't win in year one. Nobody else has won in year one. That's true. With a big three in this era. The Celtics did that largely behind Paul Pierce and they took out a badass Lakers team with Kobe in them. Paul Pierce is my dude. It's funny you bring up uh, Kevin Garnett because I almost chose him at the four. I was really, really close. And that's, that's the yeah. one I was stuck on, that in small forward. But I ended up going with Ben Wallace. Ooh, yeah, some defense. Yeah, dude. Well, not just that. I mean, 
you got to, the theme of my team is that they're, they're like, you know, geez, dude. And Ben Wallace like personifies that more than any other player I can think of. He would knock you out, dude, with his fro if he had to. And oh, he had such dude, a clean the throw. cleanest throw maybe since the merger. I mean, you, we probably you got to throw in Dr. J. Possibly talking. Yeah, later. and also I'll never forget in NBA Street the video game he had a pick in the fro, dude. It was oh, yeah, yes. sick. So I'm going Ben Wallace at the four. Um, you want me to go with my five? My five is real easy. Yeah, but let me just say the fives centers. Yeah, they do. So like, there's not a, there's not a lot of cool centers. So yeah, I went Shaq. Everybody knows, everybody knows Shaq. I know, so boring, dude. But I mean, he is my favorite center. Shaq's yeah. awesome. Uh, I picked Matumbo just be. I picked Matumbo. Damn, dude, I didn't even think that's Listen, that's a good matchup at the it five. Is. I mean, not not like talent wise, but if you want to talk about pregame hype, postgame hype, quotes out the ass, Shaq and Whoa. Matumbo plus AI plus AI at the podium. Also, who else we got? Matumbo Lance Stevenson. This is yeah. This is a squad. one of the Matumbo is arguably one of the best defensive centers of all time. So I, I'm I would buy that matchup. Yeah. An original back to back to the basket. I mean, Patrick Ewing yeah. over him probably, but, but nobody's picking Patrick Ewing as player. their favorite player, dude. Nah, he was decent yeah. Space Jam though. I ex- I expected a little from him in Space Jam. He delivered slightly above a little. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll also outperformed outperform expectations. Who's your six? My six man, Jamal Crawford. Ooh, dude, Jamal yeah, dude. that. They, you do have basically the same players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, six. The, the crossover was so velvety, dude. And he went so wide with it. Every time it looks like you're going to get it stolen, and he just – and then you reach for it, bro, and you look stupid in front of 20,000 people. Reach for him one time, and he's going behind the back, and, yeah, it's the same guys. You so Go ahead. Tell me your six, man. Obviously, a sweet little wins for me. At the six. So now with our two six mans, we have two guys that basically they can score 25 on the moon. It doesn't matter where you play them. They can go to Milwaukee. They can go to the middle of nowhere and put up 20, like guaranteed. These guys are played all over the league, Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams. I like to think think Jamal Crawford just has, uh, you know, from like hardball, he's got, I love it when you call me Big Pup in his head every time he's playing. Sure, they could come Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kikumbas. He's got that in his head playing the entire time because he's just on beat. He's on rhythm. You know, that's my guy. Who's your head coach? My head coach is Avery Johnson. Gotta be Avery Johnson. <laughs> I need a guy running around on the sidelines, not really contributing to anything, but he brings spunk. Dude. Right? Because I'm I'm a player. I'm a player's guy. And and what I want is a guy running around on the sidelines, screaming things, sweating. And then when his team is struggling, here's what I need, Spencer. You got to take the jacket off. <laughs> That's what happens. When you take the jacket off, everything changes. Avery Johnson would not be scared to take the jacket off midway through the first Dude. with my squad. Plus, I love Avery Dude, Johnson. You almost went the exact same direction I did. I went uh, Tyron Lou, And it's... Uh... Oh, two little guys. <laughs> it's because, I mean... Tyron Lue. My guy, uh, first off, LeBron was the head coach. This is not a secret. But he uh, he got on the podium, and they were like, uh, what changes can you make against the Warriors? And he's like, 
I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I have no idea. They got KD and Steph Curry. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, that's my guy. One idiot. He had no, no business being up there, and he's rightfully back as an assistant coach. Although I, I do think he's a great basketball mind. He just wasn't – he was overmatched. Not his fault. All right, moving right along. That, that was our uh, all-time favorite NBA player Hell lineup. Yeah. Um, with the coronavirus, Spencer, all these old games on ESPN right. and uh, CBS and MLB Network and all these old things, I want to just say, right, like my stance on these, I gave them a chance to. It was a good effort. I like it. I like that they tried, but it's not fun. It's not entertaining. It doesn't matter how great the game was. Uh, we know who won. Yeah. So it's like I know that Gordon Hayward misses that bench <laughs> from half court against Duke. I know that happens. Uh, I know that Villanova somehow beats North Carolina with that just backyard basketball play from the opposite yeah. inline. You know, I know these things happen, so it's just like – I don't care to stick around. I see them on mute when I'm walking around or when I was walking around in public places. Like, but now it's just like, I'm not wasting my time watching old yeah. games, but I appreciate you know what? I'm the I'm glad they're there. You know what I mean? I'm not going to watch them, but in the back of my head, I'm like, man, if this thing lingers, dude, if we're sit, if we're still sitting here two months out from now, yeah, I'm glad I got some kind of basketball to watch and NBA league pass is free right now. I don't know if you know that. You can watch pretty much any game that's ever been played in the NBA. So, But, Spencer, I've been using your NBA League Pass login for two yeah, years I know. now. And so it was always Now you me. can stop being such a freeloader and watch it on your own dime. Well, you're on my MLB Extra Innings account. Yes, that's for you right now. Go, go have at it. It's a community yes, effort. It always nice. has been. This is a team game. I'm not going to get into yeah. this with you right now. I'm not going to get into that Fair with you enough. right now. I wouldn't. There were deals. There were deals made before you ever came along. If If anything gets canceled uh, between now and say October first, right? I don't think the Masters gets canceled. I just cannot. I know it's been so crazy, and like we're like, oh, much madness won't get canceled. They'll play without fans. They're gonna play the Masters, and and I think it will be. In October sometime. It's got to be... Since we talked about this, uh, I I actually put some thought into it. And the main reason you can't play baseball games or you can't play basketball games during this without fans, right, is that you don't know where those players have been in between games. You know what I mean? They can get get infected. Something can happen. They can give it another player, and then it can multiply like that. But with the Masters, it's a unique... It's a unique thing. It's a one-time event, right? So you can basically make sure no one's got it, have no fans there, and play for four days, and you should theoretically be good. And I, I like, I don't really see a reason why you wouldn't play the Masters. That that's just my one man's opinion. I'm not a scientist, but that well, makes a lot of sense. Okay, let's pretend. Let's pretend that they're given the all right. clear. Uh, like with coronavirus, you we both agree that nothing like uh, TV rights or conflicting with the NFL or anything like that, nothing like that will prevent the Masters. No. The only thing that can stop the Masters is the coronavirus. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right? Okay. 
So now I'm and thinking... the logistics behind the coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like the the everything that has to take place for the Masters to go on if the coronavirus like yeah. what? Like what though? Like what what do you mean? Well there's, the there's security. There's so many people that have to be See, I just don't that's what I mean though. I don't think anything like that could prevent the Masters. Like that will be figured yeah. out. Yeah. No matter what. If they can just God, it, it, if the coronavirus had a heart, it would just leave the masters <laughs> alone. Take take everything from us. You know what I mean? For real. Take it all. It's take it all. Take you know, take all the toilet paper. We don't want it. <laughs> just give us the masters. Like that's what we want. Please don't do it. Coronavirus, if you're listening to this, don't take the masters. Don't do that to us. How depressing would that be, man? I can't I like It'd be devastating. And it would be there. it would be so like Tiger Woods would miss another like he's yeah, running he out of time on to catch Jack, which he he definitely will catch Jack. That's undeniable. I'm not gonna ever pretend or I'm never gonna even entertain the thought that he won't until he doesn't. Um but it sucks that something like that might happen. Good side is though, Penny, they could announce uh um you know, early October, mid October masters, Tiger Woods all rested up from all this time off. Like that could be good news. You know what? I don't, I, I think that would be awesome. And uh, you've actually got some, some inside information to share about that. Don't you? I, I mean, I've just heard that in Augusta that they're trying to restructure like the school, the public schools fall yeah. break. And and I can't think of like other reasons why someone would like why that would you, be. A and you got that now. from like a pretty reputable reputable source. That's not somebody that would just tell you that. Well, I'm not like I. It's I've heard I heard it from someone that lives in Augusta and that works in Augusta. And it's also been on. I forget what the podcast is. It's some sort of. It, it might be the Barstool Sports. Pardon my take or the golf yeah. one, but. But obviously, that's like a public thing in Augusta. Like they're trying to figure out that fall break thing, and I can't think of another yeah. reason why they would do it besides to clear housing for players for the Masters. Um, the, the apparel that would come out of that Masters would be sick. You, do you think they would still stick with like the springtime theme and like the all green and, or, or would they like? put some kind of fall theme on it, like falling leaves or some, some, like I don't, that. Know. I don't know. I, I'm imagining this and I would, I would think it would be coming like right after, right after the peak of all, or, you know, right after this is all over with and we're having our coronavirus is over celebration because you got to know that's coming. I'm, I work. In- oh, there will be parades Dude. in the streets and there will be sanitizer for all. Everyone. And I'm going to imagine that it was, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna imagine that it'll be impossible to not bring up, even at something that's like as uh, traditional as the Masters. It'll be impossible not to have some kind of, you know, nod towards that because it's right. There has to be some something to say. This yeah, is a different that's what I mean. Twenty twenty. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know how they'll do it. But th- those. Those cheeky bastards up there, they're going to figure something out and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I and guarantee it'll be it. inherently Southern and like just a little bit better. You know what I mean? Just a little bit better than us. Yeah. Not a lot like, better. Subtly, subtly letting you know that they have their own parking spot, like with yeah. a sign and stuff. 
and you're just over in like not just one parking spot dude they got parking spots everywhere yeah options yeah Yeah. just options so we're in agreement there we're in agreement they're better than us all right we're okay yeah and that and look that's all they needed that's their goal (laughs) that's all they wanted uh tom brady tom brady helped the american people by becoming a free agent and giving Adam Schefter so much airtime that it wasn't dude, even funny. Uh, over, not the- and it was awesome, dude. I was glued to it. I was watching it the whole time saying, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. And I couldn't take my eyes off it. I loved it and I hated well, it. You're at not, the same you're not time. a great like, guy, right? I know, but I, it was like, I didn't know what was going to yeah. happen for the first time in like a week and a half. Like, there yeah. was like, you know, we don't get a final score, but we can yeah. like, a winner I feel and a the loser. same thing. Like, yeah, content. Like I told you, something Will. sports for the love of God. But that's that's not it, dude. That's not where my mind went immediately. My mind, first off, I mean, I don't care about Tom Brady. He is the greatest football player of all time. I'll give him that begrudgingly. But in you know, I'm a Falcons fan, so I've always got that greatest like, quarterback little, of all yeah. time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I've got that little bit of like middle finger to all Pats fans at all times because I'm a I'm a Falcons fan. You know what I mean? And I don't forget. 28 to 3. Never will. Forget what. But, uh, but my first thought was that drunk dude at the bar with the patch jersey on every week. Doesn't matter if they're on a bye week on Sunday. And he's like, Oh, you're a Falcons fan? You know, that dude, dude. I just imagine. She thinks she somehow is Tom Brady when yeah, he puts the jersey on. Like he, dude, that yeah. guy right now. <laughs> and I smiled, dude. I like. Yeah, Damn. they like brought so much joy to my heart that that guy all across America is just devastated. Their hero left them like he's LeBron or something in the twilight of his career. Hell yeah. That's and crazy. look, all they have, they're just stuck inside their houses, <laughs> like watching Twitter. And it's like, it's like, uh, you know, one of those things where you, like they pin your eyeballs open, like you can't take your eyes off the screen. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide for them now. Like, you can't go to work, friend. You got to sit here and watch Tom Brady take his ass to Tampa <laughs> Bay. He went to Tampa Bay, bro. And you guys, like, just saw everything flash in front of you. And, of course, they'll still win the AFC. And you know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they probably, they probably the will do well. But I'm a Dolphins fan. Lock that in. They're winning our division but 100%. I actually was talking to one of my, like, best friends in the world you know him very well sims i was talking to sims and he's a diehard tampa bay buccaneers fan and like two weeks before all this happened he came up to work and he was talking to me and he was a little drunk and he was like dude spencer tom brady is going to tampa bay and i was like really i mean how do you know that he was like dude just think about <laughs> it tb tb it just makes sense Look, that's the level he was on Damn, that's insider yeah. info. He said this. He said this, dude, and I made him promise to me, or he made me promise that if it actually happened, because I was like, dude, it's not happening. There's no way Tom Brady is going to be in a Tampa Bay Bucks uniform. That would just look so weird. He made me promise that if it does happen, that we have to call him on the podcast and have him on at some point just to talk about it. So that's something you're gonna, you guys are gonna meet Sims at some point. I made a, I made well, a promise. Yeah. Look, we're gonna honor that because you're dead. Yeah. Uh, but in the future, you gotta bring that up yeah. in meetings. You gotta. I mean, you can't be promising things I, for us. Like, what else I have you? Promised? What else is potentially out there? Well, 
I know, but are there any pending no, that was decks it. that you've that was made on my behalf that I didn't I've learned, know about? I've learned better. No. Well, yeah, good guy Sims is welcome on the pod. And we'll give him we'll give him a two minute spot just to talk about how he was right. That was wrong. Or talk about anything he wants. He can just talk about uh, he still has not ever played me directly in golf, so we don't know who right. won. Right. And that sure, yeah, sure, he's like a four handicap, and I'm like yep. a seventeen. But prove it, Sims. That's all I have to Ooh, say. Oh, he's that. calling you out, buddy, and he's a listener too, so <laughs> he's gonna listen to this. Long time, first time. All right, where are we at? You want to talk about uh, Weinstein? No, I don't. I think we should close up with uh, your film review. Uh, if you want me to, I can set the Jamal Murray stage for you, <laughs> or you, you can go right into it. I don't know how to approach this topic. Um, Jamal Murray. Here's the thing. Let me let me say this, Mister, and then you, and then you just yep. go. Um, I don't ever want to comment on games or teams or players unless I've seen the film, unless I've watched right. them play. Uh, I'm not going to judge a coach for a play call if I wasn't, if I didn't watch the play and the execution of said play call. You see what I mean? And so with that caveat, I'll let you explain how Jamal Murray is involved here. And um, I never thought this would be a topic on the board. So let's close uh, with that. For our younger listeners, um, all-time boring guy, Jamal Murray, whom you've never heard a bit of news about. Um, he's never on anybody's top five no. player lineups. Like so boring. Man. He's the second best player on his team, probably the third best player in the comp or third best team in the conference. Excuse me. And uh, he, um, while the rest of the world had no sports news to consume, managed to post and uh, hold your ears, mom, a video of him receiving fellatio by his current girlfriend. On his Instagram story, and dude, and you've seen I've the seen film. The, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen the film. Someone had yeah, to. Yeah, I had to see it. That's part it, of the research. Um, I thank mean, you for doing that. It is so obviously him, and that is so obviously her, and he's filming. It's not a good look, and of course he says he's hacked. But I mean, dude. Oh no, you're the James. Yeah, guy. dude, you were drunk and you posted it accidentally on your Instagram story. That's what happened. That's what happened. And yeah, hand up. dude, it's hand all up, good, Jamal, man. It happens to people. But- Wait, Jamal, let me see your hands. Where are your hands, Jamal? <laughs> oh, Jamal. Jamal, you got hacked, bro. You hacked, dude. He went with the old hat. I mean, this old trusty. Right. Yeah, and I mean, dude. It- it could not come at a worse time. There's nothing to talk about. And he's just going to get roasted on first take tomorrow. I mean, they're going to talk about it on first take. Well, yeah, but you know how they be out their arguments. <laughs> you know how they be out their arguments on first take. Like one guy in the show meeting has to take one side, the other guy. So I wonder which, which guy, like Max Kellerman's going pro Jamal Murray, yeah. I think, right? He's like, it's 2020. I mean, we used to why, why do I think that, though? It's, if okay, one man yeah, wants to show his why. dick to another man, there's no problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let's close out the pod with that, Spencer. Are you good with closing out with Jamal Murray softcore? Soft no, it's not softcore, bro. And yes, I am good with closing that out. Oh, I want it to be no, softcore soft so bad. Core, please. <laughs>
Uh, I'll have to take your word for it, friend. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Share with your friends. Rate us wherever you listen to your podcast, Five Stars Only. Uh, Until next time, wash your hands, you filthy animals. You don't want to tell them you're talking.